up to all my freelancers, designers, and creatives. This is Nathan, and welcome to another episode of Traffic Talk. As you saw from the title card, this episode it needs a little bit more context, so we'll read exactly what has been said and expound upon what this person is talking about and specifically what they're asking. Need help with a question potential client asked. I've been speaking with a potential client who is having issues with their website. Their current developer costs a lot of money, and when they implement updates, functionality of different aspects of the site breaks. I was asked to look into what was going on, and it is a mess. It's the type of condition where it's cheaper to rebuild it than to fix it. I gave them some bullet points of what's wrong with the site. I was emailed by someone in upper management asking for a list of things wrong with the site for them to give their developers to fix. Have you had this happen and how should I respond? I'm not in the business to teach another developer everything they need to fix their client's website. So thank you for taking the time to ask that question. I think it is a great question to ask and it's something that we all really need to think about just as creatives, our value. You know, just to summarize in my own words, it seems like they were offering advice for a website and, you know, they were looking into things and uh, somewhat it comes along that, you know, they give some comments. Well, we found this wrong and this wrong and you may need to look and consider this. So you're giving advice at the moment. And now it's at the time where I would say it seems like your advice is actually relevant because they want more of it. So, you know, they say, hey, why don't you, you know, just give us a list of, you know, what's going on and what needs to be fixed. And then we will give that to our developer and go on. So I saw in the main question, you mentioned that you're not in the business of telling another developer what to fix. So in a sense, you're, you're saying that you're not in the business of pointing out the problem and doing all the work to discover out where the problems are and then not getting credit for the work. So I'm not 100% sure if you actually want to work with this client. I'm not 100% sure if you want to bring them on as someone to work with. I'm not 100% sure. But one thing I can definitely see here is there's an opportunity for you to act as a consultant with what's going on. And really just to take a step back here, uh, I'm not sure if I read this right, but I'm trying to understand. It seems like there's a bit of an air of you not wanting to just give advice and not get any credit. Or you give advice, but not get any opportunity to be the one to fix the issue, get credit for that issue, and then put that in your portfolio and the list goes on. But what I would like to say is, and I mentioned this on a previous episode of Traffic Talk, it was something very similar. Um, someone was talking about, you know, they didn't want to necessarily give advice. And I made the comment and called it productized consulting. I made the comment and said, there's an opportunity for you to offer your services with something other than your practical skills. What do I mean? I'm a web designer. 
So, of course, my favorite type of projects are web designs, whether I redo the entire site or whether I build it from scratch. I like doing that because there's more control and I get to work at a solution that is best for the client as well as best for uh, me addressing their problem. But again, not everybody wants that. Some people literally prefer that I tell them what their options are and then allow them to choose based on my recommendations. That's something that I call a road mapping session or a strategy session. Where in other words, I'm telling you what I believe are the best routes you should take and then the client will figure out what they want based on their own budget, maybe based on time constraints, based on whatever. I think this is a win-win because it gives me the opportunity to get paid for my advice but at the same time, I don't necessarily have to juggle a client and go through the long, sometimes laborious process of working with a client. Now there's the risk of I tell them exactly what to do and give them advice, and then they run and find somebody who does not implement what I said the right way. There is a risk of that. However, I'm not responsible for the result because I offered advice. The onus of the decision of what to do is on the business owner, not me. So again, getting back to this question, I think this is a good opportunity. If you're not in the business of telling another developer what they should do and where they should fix things, I believe you need to invent this. This would be called a website audit. Many agencies have this. Uh, many professional firms have this. This is an audit. And I'd like to argue and present the side that says diagnosing the problem is more important than whoever is doing the actual work. Now, I believe for a true win-win situation, a true situation where all parties involved win is where you're able to fully diagnose the client's problem and they're able to fully compensate you for that accurate diagnosis, then you're able to, in, you know, in practical steps, address the problem and apply your solution based on your diagnosis, and then everybody's happy. You're, you were able to get some work, you were able to diagnose, and the client was able to get their problem solved, and you were a trusted source of someone who followed through on their very own recommendations. That's a good setup and all that makes sense. But again, I believe the value is in the diagnosis, not necessarily all the work. Here's what I mean. You can go to a doctor, you can go to a physician, you can go to a surgeon, and a surgeon can look, look at your issue and start doing tests. Maybe they do some x-rays, they do an MRI, they do a CAT scan, they do blood work, whatever it might be. But they're doing all these things to try to figure out what is the accurate diagnosis. Because if they get the diagnosis wrong, even though they present a solution, it will not help you. Uh, just to give another example in a similar way, because this has happened to me. 
I've gone to the mechanic and told the mechanic, what's wrong with my car? I think it might be this. And I've gone to the mechanic and the mechanic say, specifically with my air conditioning in Houston, Texas, and it's hot here. I've gone and said, there's something wrong with my air conditioner. And then they said, I think it might be your air conditioning compressor. Now, that's their diagnosis. I gave them my car for like two hours. They looked and said, we think it's your compressor. So, I pay for a brand new compressor. I rent a car because I don't have a car. So, I'm renting a car. Um, They try to fix it. They put in a brand new compressor. They say, Nathan, come in. Your car is ready. I come in. I get the car. Oh, it's blowing cold. Thanks. I leave. A week and a half later, air conditioner breaks again. And they say, I take it back to the dealership. I take it back to the car repair shop. I say, my AC is not working. I thought you guys fixed it. Now they say, oh, well, we thought it might be the compressor of your air conditioning. It actually might have been your dryer. What do I care? Either way, I have to go back to the car repair shop, rent another car, drop my car off there. Then they take the time to fix my air conditioner again, and I pay more money again. Now, finally, I get my car back, and they say, hey, we changed it out. It should work now. And I don't know if you can tell, but there's a little anger in my voice. That's a true story, and that has happened to me. And it was very discomforting to drive in summertime heat without air conditioning in Houston, Texas, no less. And I'm just getting mad thinking about it. But honestly, that's an example of someone who might have the knowledge and expertise to fix something, but they misdiagnosed the problem. Their misdiagnosis caused extreme inconvenience for me. And it cost me more money. Actually, I wouldn't have even minded paying more money as long as they got it right the first time. Because having my car is valuable to me. Not driving in heat and sweating and about to die of a heat stroke is valuable to me. I'd rather not drive in those conditions. That's valuable. That has a worth. And I was willing to pay for it. But their misdiagnosis really just it really annoyed me and I don't want to work with them in the future again because not only did they take my money they wasted my time so I'm saying all of that again as an extreme example just to say there is value in the diagnosis there is value in prescribing solutions to people after you've taken the time to sit with the client and understand the problem if somebody in upper management or upper leadership is like hey Have them write out all the problems and we'll fix it. That's an audit. That's important. This is an opportunity for you to get paid for that. Now, I wanted to say this earlier, but I wasn't sure because I thought I might have misread the question. But I also sensed maybe the person who was asking you to write out all the issues wanted you to do that for free. I'm not sure if they did or they didn't. Either way, no. We don't do things like that for free. If you want to be a high value creative, we don't do that for free. So the audit costs money. 
And again, in this scenario, that is the more important thing. If the website is filled with a number of bugs, if they can at least identify the bugs, the business that is, if they can identify all the problems or someone can troubleshoot what all the problems are, then they might be able to hire their own workforce to fix the issues. Now you may be thinking, what happens if I give a recommendation or I give them an audit or give them all those bug fixes and then the developers don't implement it right and it looks like my advice is off. Again, that's where when you do the audit, you present two options. Now I'm relating to something that I've talked about as well, price anchoring and introducing options to your clients. So, when you do the audit, you say, um, I received your message that you want me to do all these bug fixes and that's fine, or at least identify all of them, that's fine, I can take care of that for you. This is how much it's going to cost. Give them that price. This is how long it will take for me to identify these things. This is how much it will cost. You want all the bug fixes, it's gonna take me, you don't have to tell them how much time, but you can say it's gonna, it's gonna be $1,000. It's going to be, let's just say, $2,000. It'll be $2,000 for me to identify all the bug fixes. Now, if you want me to take care of those for you, this is the price for me to also take care of those for you. So, there's two prices to introduce. One is, here's the audit by itself. The other is, this includes the audit plus the price of me taking the time to fix those things. And since you did do the audit and you identified the issues, if you already have an awareness of how to fix them, you might be able to estimate how long it may take you. But regardless, there's another way you can present these things. You could say, this is how much the audit costs. This is how much the audit costs and I will fix the problem but I will only charge you per week. How many weeks will it take me? I'll work weekly to finish a certain amount of issues I've identified. And if you don't wanna, if you don't want me to fix anything or you're out of money or whatever it is, stop paying me and that week I will just not do anything. So again, you have options that you can present to win this client over, but not only that, this is still a good thing. So all in all, based on the question, let's get back to the root of it. The root of everything is, at this point with this question, is uh, I'm not really in the business of telling another developer what to do. As a strategist and someone who is seen as a leader, you should be in the business of telling other people what to do. You just need to introduce the choice that you're the best person to handle it, but if they want to use their own internal team, you're still there to help anyway as a consultant who's getting paid for that help and that advice. So introduce those two things and the business will have to make a choice. Pay you for your advice, 
which in a sense you've somewhat already done, but pay you for your advice or pay you for your advice and then hire you to do the work. There's a third option. Maybe they don't go with you at all. But the reason I'm saying present those two choices is because that's anchoring. Rather than choosing whether or not to work with you, they'll start thinking about which option will I choose in order to work with you. Thank you for taking the time to check out this episode. I greatly appreciate it. I'm still driving towards my destination at the moment. Saw this question, wanted to speak to it. And I can say this, not that all the advice I give happens exactly as I lay it out, but I'll say this. Somebody asked me a question this month, or last month, I should say. It had to do with pricing. I told them exactly what to do and how to say it. And they made triple the amount of money they normally would have made. Did they send me anything? Did I get any money? Absolutely not. I just enjoy giving advice to creatives who exist out there. And I've been through those times where people want to give you low prices and low budget clients and people don't want to value your work and the list goes on. I've been through those things. I've been through those seasons. They're not enjoyable. I have this show, Traffic Talk, as a part of Freelance Jumpstart. I have this as a time to answer questions, to give back to the creative community, and also help people avoid the same mistakes that I made. So you could just listen to this and try out the advice that I'm saying, and maybe it'll work. Or you could be like me and just make a whole bunch of mistakes and then learn from it that way. But I think it's easier, maybe just try, maybe just try what I'm suggesting. Either way, until the next episode, I will definitely catch you later. See ya.